Hey, 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 everybody. How are you all guys doing? Welcome to the Wimper Podcast, where we talk about all the goofy stuff related to space, astronomy, deep tech, AI, and a lot more to learn about which you won't find much in a conventional form of education. Today, we have Prashant Kumar as our guest who builds custom drones through his company called EarthX. He has been a contestant in the season 2 of Shark Tank India and is also a professional drones and robotics consultant and has pursued his higher education from the SJB Institute of Technology. This has been one of the most technical episodes I've done so far. You'll know it. And uh, as always, I hope you have a productive time listening to it. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone. We are back to another episode. Uh, so, we have Prashant here. He is the founder at EarthX, as I told you in the introduction itself. So, uh, we'll be starting off with the questions right away. Uh, Prashant, so how do drones, do you think, operate in or would be able to operate in harsh conditions uh, and hostile conditions of space? Because drones have okay. technically not been something that does not do not perform in a vacuum so if drones are possible to be operate or operable in vacuum so how would they be able to do something okay uh, it depends what is the exact location uh, at which you want to, it to perform for example mm-hmm. it is not the first time that we are expecting a drone to uh, you know explore an outer space uh, um, uh, venue for example uh, if you have say, uh, if you have gone through the highlights of mars orbital mission okay mm-hmm. uh, the the rover itself it was capable of uh, you know uh, collecting samples uh, investigating about uh, about the life and all uh, dealing with the uh, harsh conditions okay mm-hmm. everything uh, so, considering the drone uh, to be a rover, uh, I think it should be, you know, uh, it is kind of very easy to navigate, first of all, okay, if uh, just with the presence of slight amount of gravity at that place, okay, but if you are expecting it to, uh, like, uh, cover uh, intra-celestial distances, mm-hmm. okay, then that of, uh, uh, you know, universal gravitational forces, okay, like uh, the mm-hmm. planetary forces. How can they attract or deflect yeah, um, yeah, yeah, a machine? Mm-hmm. Okay. For example, if if we deployed something on the moon, okay, mm-hmm. and we want to come back from the moon on its own, okay, mm-hmm. uh, without any life sources or anything, okay, it should have enough propulsion which it can use to you know jump through the gravitational force from moon and come back to Earth's gravitational force. Okay, this distance between this uh, uh, is not of light years or something. Okay, it can be covered with uh, normal plasma forces as well. Okay, because it just has to, you know, uh, come between that vintage point of the gra- mutual gravitational interaction between the two planets where it is the least. Okay, uh, this phenomenon was all also used for, I guess, uh, the uh, deployment of Mars orbital mission. Good okay. mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. movie, MOM, in which they sh- they actually showed it that it was using the gravitational forces of the individual planets to escape each other's uh, force of attraction. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, navigation is not an issue. Okay, when mm-hmm. it comes to drone, 
the issue is the decay mm-hmm. okay. for example if if you if you come to the simple harmonic uh, motors which mm-hmm. uh, which are being used powers okay they they have some temperature thresholds okay that uh, it can't it can't be uh, you know it can't be used over 80 degrees celsius okay or it can't work under uh, below minus 45 degrees celsius okay mm-hmm. these things need same amount of temperature control okay mm-hmm. which objects to two different problems that is one is the uh, you know quite amount of power supply it is carrying first of all okay mm-hmm. for example these plutonium cells okay the rovers generally they work on protonium they don't work on lithium ion or the uh, the normal oxidizing batteries which which are useful on earth okay so the recharging period and the half life half life of this battery doesn't work like how it works on earth okay mm-hmm. so uh, you you have to use your power judiciously there okay because it so it, um, uh, so i'm i'm guessing that because there's a vacuum in space and as navigation is no more a problem hence therefore no resistance is there just applying physics maybe uh, the amount of battery that should that should be used uh, in space shouldn't it be less in comparison to what it is what it takes uh, on earth or in the any atmosphere uh it is not only the navigation part which is actually consuming the battery okay mm-hmm. uh, there are two uh, challenges in every drone science okay mm-hmm. first is the power second is the range okay the communication range okay mm-hmm. things work on earth is like uh, you can recharge the battery how many times you want okay you mm-hmm. can uh, stations at uh, at every uh, you know uh, farthest node at which the drone can reach at one charge okay mm-hmm. you can't do that in outer space no right and coming to the navigation part uh, let me make it very clear i am talking about rovers the drones which are rovers okay mm-hmm. so the in this case it has a, you know uh, uh, we are talking about uh, physical traction between the wheels and the ground on which it is moving okay mm-hmm. as if you are uh, you are looking for electromagnetic propulsion okay it will consume more power than what it is consuming on earth mm-hmm. okay even though it is vacuum or even though uh, it doesn't have any resistance okay because it has to work on the electromagnetic forces so different propulsions consume different amount of power okay and uh, as you are comparing the things in outer space and with respect to what it what it should account for in power consumption on earth okay so uh, as i said that uh, things in case of rovers consume lesser power if because of lesser traction and uh, lesser resistance in outer space but when it comes to electromagnetic propulsion okay it consumes more because it has to overcome the ex- already existing electromagnetic fields thereby mm-hmm. so uh, and the most amount of power which it will consume is communicating with the ground satellites okay because it has to be uh, t- you know mm, simultaneously in feed with the receivers okay to gain the commands or to send the commands or send the data whatever it is retrieving from the feed okay so uh, in all these cases like uh, um, uh, combining everything okay uh, mm-hmm. the net power consumption would be more than what you are expecting it on ground okay we'll be moving on to the next question that i have can drones be used for uh, uh, interplanetary uh, space exploration and uh, even further research missions i'm more okay. i'm more curious about research missions because i think that's more something that's possible but i don't know about interplanetary so yeah okay let's plot some situations okay mm-hmm. uh, like uh, keeping a scenario in which we developed a very advanced drone on mm-hmm. earth which can launch itself from the uh, gravitational force of earth okay 
can uh, reach another planet let's keep it mars okay mm-hmm. uh, after expedition of 8 years it can cover entire mars uh, with its uh, whatever it is uh, its rover speed is 2 and 1/2 meters per second or uh, it is okay and after that it has enough fuel or uh, what's a enough propulsion capacity self repairing mechanism uh, as well as uh, the uh, feed range okay mm-hmm. that it can propel itself again from mars to some other solid planet uh like um, give me a name where where uh, uh, you want to put it okay let's keep it uh, as a x moon planet okay like mm-hmm. a, an x moon of some other planet mm-hmm. okay let's keep it very real okay mm-hmm. i'm not going light years away okay mm-hmm. i'm just going where uh, uh, it can be traceable okay mm-hmm. but the thing is right now where we are in, in terms of technology okay keeping spacex and uh, uh, every private as well as non private organizations which are launching uh, which are launching satellites or mm-hmm. rovers outside earth okay the the tech uh, is it developed enough to confine everything in a single rover no i don't, I don't think, think so yeah mm. it needs it needs a launching platform okay mm-hmm. Uh, uh, as you know a launching platform deploys the uh, deploys the rover or whatever machine it is into the other orbit and it uh, it bucks off okay uh, now we are expecting it to go to another planet on its own okay mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. it will have to be self evolutionary or mm-hmm. either will have to be uh, you know uh, very much precise about the astrophysics of those two planets mm-hmm. uh, that there should be some certain time interval okay mm-hmm. uh, in which the distance between the two is uh, way more reachable with whatever propulsion capacity or power the machine having okay mm-hmm. so it uh, it it uh, it is possible but it is kind of hypothetical to you know uh, imagine it with whatever we have right now okay mm-hmm. like uh, uh, considering of plasma engines only okay mm-hmm. plasma mm-hmm. engines have a half di- uh, has a have a half life as well okay mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. use the same engine again and again without repairing okay mm-hmm. and you are using it for 8 years okay mm-hmm. uh, to ro- uh, to you know mm, orbit around mars and now you want it to repair itself on its own mm-hmm. and uh, somehow enough energy to pro- uh, to propel it to some x moon mm-hmm. okay so it it uh, it is possible but uh, it it sounds kind of hypothetical right now to you know even design one yeah here uh, building capacity is kind of lesser than what we are building should be a self repairing as well as a mm. uh, you know uh, self upgrading mechanism uh, mm-hmm. from the road yeah so uh, i want to talk about the in- like the engineering of it uh, for example uh, they they for sure uh, would not be using fans right but uh, yeah, no. rather thrust in- but rather thrust engines and stuff so uh the uh, question that i want to to ask was because i think drones are designed for rather shorter distances for now uh how uh like what would be uh, the engine type of engine or and what would be the ty- type of thrust is it going to be uh, ion it is it going to be electric or is it going to be uh, just combustion engine uh what is it going to be for longer distance travel okay so keeping it to, uh, on the previous question only like we yeah, are yeah, doing planetary yeah. research mm-hmm. okay uh, bringing in a combustion engine requires a static fuel mm-hmm. okay uh, so mm, the fuel capacity also should be huge okay yeah, right. uh, 
I don't know why, but I I am figuring out it to be a giant rover now. Okay, because mm. it uh, the more you put in fuel, the more it will you know uh, have to consume it, and uh, you know the size increases. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see. I see. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, so uh, going on a advanced category of electrical engine or a mm. semi or a hybrid electrical engine. Okay, mm. would be you know uh, would make more sense here. Okay, because uh, uh, it is not getting any fuel stations. I guess outside uh, in the outer yeah. space. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so it has to be you know versatile as well as it has to be and the main thing whatever it is doing is on electronics only. Okay, the feed and everything has nothing to do with combustion engine. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, until unless you can find a source of making fuel outside. Okay, it should be, uh, the research should stick to electronics only. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, even in electronics, uh, uh, like if you come to like uh, the drones which we build uh, on uh, on this planet right now okay mm-hmm. uh, they they have to only deal with one component that is thrust okay that is yeah. air thrust mm-hmm. okay uh, but to, when it comes to uh, but when it comes outside okay it doesn't always need to you know like the propulsion doesn't needs always thrust okay it can also create a very strong electromagnetic field okay to mm-hmm. attract another field and behave like a foreign magnetic object to get attracted uh, to a different uh, you know uh, to a different league okay so so, so how, i mean i mean how how would a, such a small object like a drone be able to produce that much of uh, electromagnetic energy in order to get pulled uh, pulled uh, by the electromagnetic energy of a planet which is definitely going to be way larger uh, in terms of its size so Uh, how would you okay. be? How anybody would be able to? Yeah, do that? yeah. okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. see, gravitational forces and electromagnetic forces. These are two different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is dependent upon the mass, the uh, mass density of the subject, and one is uh, dis- uh, dependent upon the charge density of the subject. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the charge density is definitely dependent on how big is the mass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, uh, but it also depends on the intrinsic property of the mass as well. Okay. Uh, so for example. definitely yeah. a higher mass density than a non metal okay mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so uh, when you have to like we are you are not wasting anything in the combustion part or in the propulsion part all mm-hmm. the energy which you are storing you you can convert it into uh, into a stand alone object which is uh, uh, which is just a magnet mm-hmm. okay which is just a magnet in a open space okay uh, as we mentioned in the very first conversation that there is no restriction okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. until unless you fall mm-hmm. in a loop between uh, a vintage point between two uh, different planets okay uh, you can actually travel to some to some one certain uh, sub, some one certain object or one certain location okay without uh, uh, like i definitely uh, can't say that the speed will be high okay mm-hmm. but that propulsion can be significant okay right mm-hmm. uh, so moving on to the third question that i have Uh, how are custom drone manufacturers addressing the issue of limited battery life and range of drones in practical use cases okay so this question cannot be de- uh, cannot be dealt on the current scenario which we are building okay mm-hmm. i don't think so there is any drone company which is building a intracelestial uh, navigation drone in india yeah. at least mm-hmm. okay uh, so the batteries which we which we are dealing with uh, are generally lithium ion lithium polymer Uh, mm-hmm. and lithium ca- cadmium uh, and now here is one sulfur phosphate battery okay so which is how the, do you define the efficiency of each like lithium ion is probably the, the most popular one but i don't know much about the other two 
Okay, so the most popular one is actually lithium polymer on the basis of the commercial use. Okay, okay. you go mm-hmm. from you go to the agriculture market or you go to the uh, the FPV market. Okay, mm-hmm. even those DJI drones which uh, which you buy off the shelf from uh, Amazon, they have mm-hmm. lithium polymer inside. Okay, mm-hmm. they are extreme high discharge rate batteries. Okay, but uh, the half life is very low. Okay, and the oxidation is also high. Okay, the solution to that was a high discharge lithium ion battery. Okay, being in being solid in nature from the core, uh, these uh, batteries give you a really good uh, efficiency in terms of uh, low discharge rate. Okay, for example, a uh, 16C uh, lithium ion battery can give you a better efficiency than a 60C lithium polymer battery. Okay, okay. because of the weight density is high here, the mass density is high here. Okay, but uh, uh, all this cannot compete uh, to long range uh, uh, computing or long range navigation. Okay, for example, the highest which uh, uh, endurance which you can get, uh, uh, or which is theoretically or practically proven, was uh, by uh, a tricopter autopilot drone for a six hours endurance. Okay, on lithium ion batteries, that two three years ago. Okay, but uh, three uh, six hours is something which is not very much enough when you are you know counting things out of space. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah. and uh, charging these batteries requires uh, loads of current okay mm. uh, for example like if you are charging a 2200 mah battery you need mm. a 4.5 amperes of uh, 3s current continuous for at least 60 minutes mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so it makes no sense uh, like you can't just take solar energy and charge it mm-hmm. it is impossible there why, okay why is it so solar energy won't produce that much of wattage okay mm-hmm. the in that much of uh, frame okay like mm-hmm. uh, uh, to charge this one battery you will have to you know fill your roof with solar panels okay 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 that that much area is not being covered in a rover or in any drone mm-hmm. okay so this is why solar charging drones are not a not a uh, match for any commercial market uh, there is one uh, built by new space i guess okay which uh, which can remain uh, uh which has a long endurance of 90 days okay uh, they have to manually launch the entire it is a 9 ft long i think 9 ft long uh fixed wing okay which they launch manually they it goes in the thermosphere and it stays there and it also disintegrates so it is basically deploy and forget yeah you can't get okay, hmm. okay. So, uh, these experiments are also done by spacex before they were launching the interorbital satellites they were launching it between the uh, stratosphere and that okay so mm, the batteries for this uh, uh, outer space uh, exploration okay mm-hmm. uh, we we haven't excelled anything in this okay uh, like the only match was plutonium cells and in india there are no leading manufacturers for plutonium cells even though we have huge repositories we don't have enough technology to mine it out okay oh, we don't have enough repository to mine the lithium only okay mm. so plutonium is kind of uh, higher than that so uh, this is one thing and uh, coming to uh, like uh, sources in this uh, it needs advanced chemistry than physics or anything else uh, to make good batteries okay mm. Uh, mm. Uh, but, uh, but uh, if you don't have rich mineral mines already or if you don't have a magical mineral which can mm. give you this much of power uh, power repository uh, which can uh, which can which can exceed the existing power market uh, already captured by lithium and lithium polymer okay mm. uh, it is completely waste okay to invest in this thing 
so okay. first we you need uh, first we need to do more research first we need to find more ways okay mm-hmm. first we need to find more sources or more elements uh, mm-hmm. which can power thing mm-hmm. so it is more of an efficiency problem than something of a money problem i see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, coming from efficiency it is more of a uh, what's a availability problem okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, the things which are available are yet not been explored so okay. so i mean i think not just with batteries or, or maybe uh, what uh, material is being used in the batteries to store the energy but even for the uh, chargers which which i'm technically talking about for example uh, solar solar panels in space mm-hmm. and so yeah. even solar panels are not that efficient so maybe it's that i mean maybe mm-hmm. that is also a problem that the amount of area that a solar panel takes in order to create the amount of energy that it can it's uh, not the not not the best possible thing that we have right now so yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, for the existing see for the batteries which we are using in the drones on earth to charge them solar panels are not the match first of all mm-hmm. especially from the area point of view as well as uh, from uh, uh, this what uh, um, portability as well okay but uh, if you talk about uh, the existing satellites how they are working they are working on solar panels only okay right. so mm-hmm. it's not a contradiction it is just that they are using different power sources okay the mm-hmm. things uh, which you use in a, uh, a multi billion dollar satellite you can't just put that put the same thing in a commercial uh, drone okay to do expeditions uh, uh, in the outer space outer mm-hmm. space okay uh, then it is a affordability problem okay so moving on to the next question what uh, do you think are the major technical challenges faced by custom drone manufacturers because okay. you have a custom drone manufacturing company so the major uh, problem is the availability of component as mm-hmm. well as genuine buyers okay okay so yeah. uh, being a custom drone manufacturer the most thing i get on my phone uh, on a daily basis is cold calls okay yeah. like uh, i am from this company i want 500 drones from you i want 100 drones from you i want 300 drones from you mm-hmm. okay uh, the only reason that these cold calls get entertained for and sometimes get invested as well is because mm-hmm. uh, we don't have a, a a good law system i would say uh, mm-hmm. to abide this or to uh, you know protect the interest of individual drone manufacturers okay because mm-hmm. uh, uh, see everybody really wants to invest in research but uh, without so, earn mean, they are asking you to build uh, these drones right whatever the quantity may be uh, so why is it bothering the manufacturer uh because they they see uh, if you're buying something it should be in service somewhere okay okay or else if you are just calling to get the you know numbers justified okay mm-hmm. it uh, mm-hmm. it makes no sense okay uh, mm-hmm. in india the only genuine buyer is government itself okay mm-hmm. the government itself is restricted to buy from the giants yeah okay the giants or the early birds which came long ago 10 years 12 years ago and they are mm-hmm. well settled okay if tomorrow mm-hmm. i come with uh, come up with a, uh, a very good cinematography drone which can mm-hmm. actually uh, defy dji as well mm-hmm. okay uh, and if we expect that indian drone sellers uh, will resell it at 3.5 lakh rupees per drone where mm-hmm. dji sells 1.5 nobody is going to buy it okay the mm-hmm. society itself has expected that dj is the best drone and uh, we don't want 6k cameras we don't want 8k cameras that mm-hmm. is the best machine i can get somehow from dubai or somehow i get it legally or illegally imported and i'll use mm-hmm. it but, mm-hmm. so the 
market adoption is a big challenge in india because uh, we are really uh, you know habituated to import so is it okay. because the market has not been commer- commercialized and structured uh, well enough because i mean even when you said that we have old players who are decades who are decades uh, older than the young manufacturers and stuff so why is it still not something really ma- mannered and structured why do you think so okay okay let me reframe it in this way there is one market for b2b there is one market for b2c there is right. one market as b2g mm. as well okay but here uh, by, uh, for the government it is mm. it already uh, is coming under b2c okay mm-hmm. uh, uh, there is a drone company which is manufacturing a military drone uh, yeah. a agriculture drone and a cinematography drone as well okay mm-hmm. uh, if he is selling abroad the mm. his most selling drone will be uh, this uh, uh, cinematography cinemat- yeah okay but if he is selling in india the most selling drone will be agriculture series Uh, mm-hmm. or if he has good contacts the military series mm-hmm. okay uh, this cinematography market couldn't be cracked okay because we have already adopted you know foreign products to justify our needs there okay yeah. uh, the same goes with this b2g giants as well okay mm-hmm. here what happens uh, the drones which were built 10 years ago were actually not built okay mm-hmm. they were white labeled first of all okay uh, and uh, they were upgraded with the uh, they were upgraded or say like the most of the most surveillance drones still use uh, mavlink or ardu pilot platform or px4 okay mm-hmm. which is a open source platform okay there is mm-hmm. no software integration like dji ever built okay mm-hmm. so they are world giants for a reason okay right. that, that everybody agrees okay mm-hmm. but uh, you have to take a initiative or uh, or have to subsidize the interest of the research uh, people in this drone industry okay who mm-hmm. can give you that software integration in in the span of 10 years okay which because last 10 years was uh, was really productive for the drone industry in india at mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. okay uh, that software integration should have come from somewhere okay there is only one company urban matrix i remember from uh, it madras i guess okay they built their own software integrated drone uh, with 4g connection okay mm-hmm. but it is still under r&d okay they haven't mm-hmm. commercialized it uh, well okay mm-hmm. but when you compare the price of their uh, system with dji mm-hmm. okay so if you compare the price of urban matrix drone with mm-hmm. dji okay mm-hmm. you will fail terribly okay it is mm-hmm. not possible even to afford the uh, urban matrix machine okay in uh, again so? 60 how 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 what are the, what are they pricing at uh, uh i can't reveal those things okay uh, they, they okay. haven't launched their system yet is it on but, the internet uh, it is on the internet okay you okay. have to get individual quotations for that okay okay okay, okay, okay. no like, problem no problem okay. yep. so uh, like uh, the quotations which we got okay it was kind of expensive but it was far better than dji okay mm-hmm. the things which we were getting in dji and the things which we were getting in a completely made in system, made in india system uh, the first uh, benefit was safety okay mm-hmm. the data safety okay you right. know the servers are indian you know the things are going on a 4g network or, or you can create your own vpn a virtual private network and you can safeguard every single log every single flight data okay it will remain to your sd card won't go anywhere until unless you send it okay but the moment you enter a foreign gcs for example t16 or an h16 transmitter from cuav uh, mm-hmm. from china okay mm-hmm. you will get udp port configuration at the very first time okay where it will take your wifi address Uh, your SSID and password, and the first thing it will do, it will download some updates and will upload some upload uh, some data log. That data mm-hmm. log is what you have done till now. Okay, everything, every single thing what you have done on the drone is gone mm-hmm. in the very first. 
okay uh, so this is how these uh, you know uh, the foreign giants are getting big see for a machine learning platform you need samples you need data mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Uh, so simulating the same data on your own can take you years but if mm-hmm. you distribute over the network uh, in a open source platform and allow the several individual developers to download it and use it in their builds and mm-hmm. then upload contribution to your uh, to your server or to your model mm-hmm. it it is just a six month game okay your 10 maybe year work be, is maybe also because it is more affordable because you are not basically putting your money into it somebody else who is interested is putting their hard work and 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 whatever skills they have into making that software yeah. better yeah something like that yeah but mm-hmm. in this case this open source should uh, should have this uh, disclaimer on the very first end that we mm-hmm. are going to use this data okay okay uh, if if you have a build an x8 drone with uh, with our flight controller or with our platform okay mm-hmm. we can replicate a better version of that x8 next month because we have your data before you mm-hmm. okay so this things uh, you know uh, uh, coming to a integrated software solution which which has been uh, which has been built in your country okay mm-hmm. relying in that, uh, paying some extra bucks uh, is far better if you want to safeguard your uh, work okay mm-hmm. uh, but still you don't have many options like urban matrix is one okay you uh, you don't have many options in india uh, to go for a ready to build flight controller or uh, uh, ready to build mm-hmm. motor first of all so there no so how yeah. do you think that uh, maybe a, another question comes up here is how do you think then uh, can drones become technically more unhackable if vpn is not the right choice okay so first of all everything digital is hackable okay right. uh, until unless you are making it a stand alone system okay mm-hmm. if uh, your drone is smart enough to disable itself from the outer environment completely in mm-hmm. terms of network okay mm-hmm. it takes one mission the gets deployed with the mission okay it doesn't mm-hmm. need any gps signal doesn't need any rtk signal it doesn't need any telemetry signal to perform mm-hmm. that mission completely it is mm-hmm. unhackable okay. i haven't seen any of these drones till now mm-hmm. okay because this requires the drone itself to be capable enough to think okay mm-hmm. uh, coming to a physical scenario it is like uh, you ordered something from dominos mm-hmm. okay the pizza is coming via delivery boy now the delivery boy if he knows your address on his own he will deliver the pizza to you without looking at the delivery screen hmm. okay but if he is dependent on the delivery screen and the delivery screen has been compromised by somebody else by your friend or somebody who who can hmm. change the address okay hmm. the pizza is going to be delivered to them hmm. okay so here the intelligence was supposed to be with the delivery guy itself okay uh, uh, that delivery guy here is our drone right but i mean because maybe maybe uh, if the address is i mean just if talking about the case that you just said maybe if the address is changed and uh, the delivery the delivery guy uh, knows what the address is for example uh, uh, may, maybe it's uh, house number 436 but uh, the uh, order was from house number 434 or 435 and uh, the receiver is at 436 maybe he, he could just go through the address again and maybe just uh, create a bit of confusion and maybe be skeptical about if this is the right address or not but i mean that's basically judgment over there but i don't know like robots basically can't do it right now they are not conscious right no this just requires artificial intelligence and you allow the drone to question uh, the commands which is going to them mm-hmm. okay 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल राइट नाउ एवरी सिंगल यू नो फ्लाइट कंट्रोलर प्लेटफॉर्म दे डोंट अलाउ द ड्रोन टू सेंड यू क्वेश्चन ओके like uh, if the drone is seeing a hazard like even in a dji drone it is seeing mm. uh, it has obstacle avoidance okay mm. but if you have to crash it you can crash it okay it will just show mm. you a warning okay mm. so these drones are not protective about themselves okay mm. this is just a you know few upgrade in the codes and uh, your drone can deny to your commands as well so maybe it is something up that we want right we don't want drones uh-huh. to uh, maybe make their own decisions uh see uh, things are getting upgraded okay uh, mm. we are uh, making projects on chat gpt okay mm. so mm. definitely they, uh, there will be a time when these drones can make their own decisions okay it so is nuance, uh, nuance we are dealing with that thing what, yeah. okay mm. if if the drones are making their own decisions they should have to follow the drone laws as well in that case okay mm. like the fixed altitude okay apart from that uh, uh, the interference with the local network the mm-hmm. if the drone is uh, making their own decision it can intercept in your local network and can fetch data as well okay mm-hmm. you are talking about hacking the drone the drone can hack your system as well mm-hmm. because it is end to end connected everything every server uh, which is running it mm-hmm. okay so it it depends on you what gateways you are opening for the machine mm-hmm. okay what is safe for you okay for example uh, if i have to create a evil twin attack uh, in a college server okay uh, without uh, uh, even being present at that place okay mm-hmm. i am 5 km away i put a raspberry pi with a ethereum chip over it uh, mm-hmm. in a drone i send the drone to your college and uh, allow uh, it to create a same wifi network as mm-hmm. xyz college uh, uh, name okay now mm-hmm. the people there will uh, miss will be misguided and they will enter that uh, wifi ssid they will put their own student id and password there i will get the student id password i can use it however the drone the drone is physically moving it can bug off okay mm-hmm. uh, so this thing th- this is not legal okay but mm-hmm. it is still do have okay. you played the game watch dogs uh no i have seen the gameplay mm-hmm. watch dogs 2 i played it uh, basically mm-hmm. basically and it's very similar to what you are talking about so basically uh the guy who is the main character he sits whenever he launches a drone you can just mm-hmm. press the x x or the y button i think and then they would launch launch the drone up in the air and then the drone can go i think in a 300 400 uh, meter range and uh, it de- definitely as you said uh, it gives a warning it doesn't happen like the drone takes its own decision because it's uh, i think it's remote control because uh, you are able to uh, navigate where the drone should go in the game so it's exactly like this uh you can basically hack some someone's phone maybe hack even cars to move move forward backwards or maybe in some certain directions and stuff so it's very similar to w- what you're saying maybe uh this could be something that might happen pretty soon i don't know if it's in a game uh and there are already series of events which are happening with drones which could be considered as criminal Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, uh, a very famous assassination. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't name these things, but the but you can find those videos over Reddit as well. Mm-hmm. See, security is something which can be easily compromised when it is uh, when it is digital. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have been in cyber security for six months during COVID. Mm-hmm. I know the possibilities are insane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you are hooking it up to something very smart, uh, like a bird. Okay. uh if if you really put this in a real life situation uh mm-hmm. your enemy is being fucked completely mm-hmm. okay uh so the coming to like uh, see 
the major initial operations for the drones were only to spy mm-hmm. okay and now you have all the kind of te- uh, technical gateways open okay you can hook up to a satellite you can hook up to a 5g network okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no data range limitation there is no data privacy first of all okay mm-hmm. you can do whatever with your drone you want they call mm-hmm. it mapping you can deploy a drone if you want in the ionosphere if it is untraceable you can map the entire country okay collect mm-hmm. the collect the telephonic uh, data or the interferences coming out uh, from the geostationary satellites okay uh, can reclone it okay and can mm-hmm. use it i can't tell you how can you use it but you can use it okay mm-hmm. uh, so this is something which is very dangerous as well as very serious okay so a gradual advancement in in this technology is highly appreciated than a rapid development with no uh, with no control mm-hmm. okay uh, with uh, like uh, uh, coming to the initial wifi days okay every single wifi was hackable okay okay yeah. uh like uh, during the initial android development days like in around 2008 or 2010 mm-hmm. okay when we were in school okay mm-hmm. we remember downloading uh, wifi tester or wpa wps tested in our cell phones for like 50 mm-hmm. mb data and mm-hmm. now we are good to go we used to go to this uh, um dark bungalow chora and there mm-hmm. were so many wifis from bsnl you just mm-hmm. need to hook up hook them up stand there for 8 to 10 minutes and you you have logged into their network okay mm-hmm. that time we didn't know what else we can do with this okay but now password protected no they were password protected but they, that time you can log in with either with password or either with wpa key and oh, wpa okay. key was the repository which was common for almost route, all routers oh, oh yeah okay. mm-hmm. these uh, these android applications they were uh filled with these uh, uh, keys only okay so mm-hmm. they just have to brute force attack and mm-hmm. uh, yeah good to go you have the password you have the root access as well you can do whatever you want now hooking mm-hmm. it up with a drone which can go wherever it wants mm-hmm. okay uh it's a major security issue how is the drone manufacturing industry evolving in india and how does it compare to the rest of the world i think you've answered the first one but maybe uh, i need a bit a bit more brief on the second part yeah okay mm. so the drone industry in india is evolving okay mm-hmm. the number of drone companies is uh, uh, they they are just increasing exponentially i mm-hmm. think now there around 280 registered all over india okay mm-hmm. but if you uh, if you ask how many made in india drones are there mm-hmm. they are pretty less okay okay and uh, whatever is there they are kind of restricted to the b2g section only okay mm-hmm. if you want to search for a b2c you will find something in edutech okay like a, a mm-hmm. pluto drone uh, by drone aviation which you can buy for 6000 to 10000 rupees mm-hmm. and you can code it yourself add a camera uh, have fun with it you can't do anything else with that okay but uh, rest everything the agricultural market uh, everybody has the same drone okay uh, if it is a hexa everybody is coming from the same origin it has a dji a3 flight controller uh, x6 x6 rotor ac combo and it is good to go okay but uh, when it comes to these advanced surveillance and mapping drones everybody has mm-hmm. their own series even we have our own series our vitra series gives 72 minutes of endurance uh, with three cameras at the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and apart from that it can carry 3 kg of payloads as well um, starting range of 10 km per 10 km radius and uh, have a, mar- a maximum recorded ceiling height of 3500 meters as well okay but uh, these things change uh, with uh, uh, you know company to company as well as uh, requirement to requirement okay 
uh, if if i want my drone to serve in a npnt protocol system it won't okay but uh, if i want uh, uh, the current drones which are npnt npnt certified no npnt means no permission no take off okay mm-hmm. so if if it is certified with that it might not work with the rtk systems which we are having right mm-hmm. now or the art credibility mm-hmm. okay uh, it depends on company to company uh, see uh, indian drone market is highly regulated with uh, or say influenced with uh, whatever is coming abroad in terms of components okay uh, we are, we don't have a single good manufacturer of drone motors okay uh you go to any drone company they have either a good stock of t motor or mad motors or uh, emax that's it these three right. mm-hmm. in which highest share like you can keep 80% of the share to t motors okay mm-hmm. uh now coming to the esc yes we have esc manufacturers and we have them in surat in mumbai uh but uh, comparing that esc uh, controllers with uh, what you get uh, in terms of price and affordability what you get from china or korea mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is better to import it from you know other countries, like from the commercial point of view. Okay, uh-huh. so the evolution couldn't be you know justified until unless there will be one company which is building everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, like we build our own batteries. Okay, we mm-hmm. build our own. Okay, motors we don't build. We mm-hmm. don't have any uh, any manufacturing unit for motors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, side controllers also we built on our own but we still stick to pixoc mm-hmm. okay uh, but uh, the moment you find uh, that there is one company which is building everything from scratch all the hardware mm-hmm. software integration that is mm-hmm. what we call uh, evolution or better say revolution in this industry mm-hmm. okay because right now you are getting everything which is outdated from outside yeah. okay uh, a pixoc version gets outdated there they export the extra stock here you buy them you make your own drones now you are comparing the performance of this to their generation 8 drones no mm. it's not comp- okay uh, you have to either upgrade or you have to train your machine better but how mm. will you train your machine better the first boot up will transfer all the data there only okay yeah so the, this is how this thing works it is completely regulated the growth is completely regulated yeah mm. we are doing really good in drone designing i would say like the kind of fixed wing category which we got in 2022 end okay mm. by sorosis and many other uh, companies they they modified as well as they built their fixed wings from their own mm-hmm. okay uh the the quality of the flight was really good mm-hmm. okay it it was that uh, international standards okay yeah. but coming to the international drone revolution there is two mm. category okay one is this military drone uh, thing okay in which mm. uh you have those million dollar drones like heron uh mm-hmm. and swiftblade okay mm-hmm. and uh, then there comes the nano category million dollar drones like black hornet okay mm-hmm. a 16 gram drone which can do wonders okay mm-hmm. Bo- both uh, both of them are for military purpose and both of them are something which we can't build mm-hmm. okay uh we don't have the that much of uh, you know embedded system uh, development in in the industry that we can mm. build a flight controller so small that it can weigh nothing less than 2 grams and can propel a 16 gram uh, uh, small chopper uh, and can uh, and can propel a range of 25 kilometers it's kind of impossible for us to to the technology advancement which we are doing right now okay mm. uh but uh, the moment uh, you compare that with any of uh, the nano category drones which we have right now in india we have uh, completely you know we have uh, edutech we have toys only okay mm. 
सो इट इज काइंड ऑफ अनकम्पेरेबल विद द ओवरसीज रिवोल्यूशन okay mm. uh, then there is one very common category that is delivery and logistics okay which is common everywhere okay everybody is doing their best like uh, in africa there is this company zipline okay they did yeah, uh, really heard is, yeah you have heard of it right a mm. uh, good navigation system uh, fixed wings really good launching system uh, and best part is the delivery is precise as well as on time mm. okay so there this is a entire solution this is not drone oriented this is a mm. system which is which is uh, you know uh, taking care of one particular cause okay mm-hmm. uh, these things are not being followed properly in india right now like uh, from december 2022 there were some companies which did drone deliveries we also did drone deliveries in bangalore mm-hmm. okay uh, but uh, the level of automation which we mm-hmm. require for drone deliveries it is not available okay mm-hmm. because that again requires that software and hardware integration okay and mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, within one or two years we will have such solutions which can integrate your google maps uh, directly to the drone uh, yeah. mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Uh, like even right now what you are getting is a outdated version of a google maps only but uh, the precision mm-hmm. that you are expecting that house mm-hmm. number thing which you which you said that time okay mm-hmm. that will okay like uh, it cannot differentiate it, uh, between the densely populated uh, uh yeah. localities of india mm-hmm. okay it is not well organized as well it is not well mm-hmm. mapped as well mm-hmm. okay, one solution which i proposed uh, during november deliveries was to uh, create uh, uh, arku markers arku markers are basically uh, qr codes recognizable by, by ground cameras of the drone ki uh, we will deploy it on the rooftops of uh, of of the delivery locations mm-hmm. and the drone will go there uh, when the gps signal stops it will move to the secondary intelligence that is the ground camera will search for the arco markers uh, when it matches it delivers the packet and it, it leaves it was still under uh, it is still under progress like we are still working on the arco marker thing okay mm. the cognition mm. is good but uh, positioning the drone with it requires optical flow optical flow is also a challenge in drones right now okay uh, so what is your take on the uh, maybe the allegations that manufacturers are getting uh, that they are buying parts from foreign manufacturers and assembling them and then calling them made in india uh, okay yeah. so uh, see i am one of the people who who mark these allegations okay mm-hmm. against other okay uh, see there is something uh, available somewhere okay which mm-hmm. is not available at your place okay mm-hmm. you are trying to be an early bird and mm-hmm. you are trying to get the most suitable solution for that okay mm-hmm. and you buy those stuff you reverse engineer it you make your own okay uh, and you and you, and then you deploy it okay it it you you don't say that it is a made in india product mm mm-hmm. okay, assembled in say, india uh, you can say that it is an assembled in india product okay mm. but at the same time what if i say that the original vendors itself have open sourced the thing at the very mm. first place oh okay like if the person who was building the motors uh, had to de- had to build drones only he he would have sold the motors in- with drones only no okay he can't uh, just list it for 89 dollars per motor on the on the t motor store mm. okay but they are specializing it as spare as well as to as well as a b2c market okay then every consumer also has this uh, you know uh, freedom to buy it assemble it and call it their own okay uh, now coming to the cause uh, coming to the causes which is, which it is serving 
okay that decides better uh, whether it is made in india or uh, or assembled in india for example if you built a surveillance drone okay uh, and it is following all the standards of your country okay mm-hmm. and uh, it is so uh, well sophisticated that it is unhackable mm-hmm. okay then uh, uh, even though your flight controller was imported or even though your motors were imported okay uh, right. how can you claim that it was only assembled in india because uh, right now the uh, assembly doesn't compromise with the previous problems no hmm. okay which which other companies were giving like your data is not getting compromised your feed is not getting intercepted okay so if if you are assembling so well that you are actually uh, tuning or upgrading the existing parts okay like uh, if if you buy a t motor motor and you change the widening so you change the kv of the motor okay uh, that is hard work that is mm-hmm. that is precise hard work to be honest okay that is mm-hmm. very difficult to do but if you do that then that motor is not uh, the real t motor now it is something which you built out of uh, the t motor uh, raw materials which is copper magnet neobednum plates shaft that's it okay so now either you build it see building a motor was not an issue though for anybody but build, uh, you if you want to build it in india you have to build it in bulk okay if you if you buy a cnc machine you will have to or uh, nobody is going to buy a cnc machine first of all just for making motors the, everybody will r- rent it or everybody will outsource the project first of all so if you go to a cnc owner or a factory to like uh, make you make you a 100 uh, motor ka lot okay they are not going to take your order they need at least 1000 10000 units okay minimum because they are also running on you know high electricity high labor and they have to pay off hmm. okay this is where your r&d falls completely okay because now the very basic unit which is which you can't just either even if you have the intelligence okay hmm. motor manufacturing doesn't require a lot of intelligence even a 12th standard who is good with uh, uh, induction motors in physics okay uh, can do it okay mm. if uh, there is a motor i guess, uh, there is a chapter in physics only i remember during my jeed uh, they used to give the formula for uh, transformers and this motor the solenoid okay mm. these mm. things uh, where you can actually find the efficiency of the motors the horsepower and these things okay so it is only that much only this uh, this is not something very different okay here uh, all you need is a bit knowledge of cad design and you are good mm. to go do a motor uh now the question is uh, you have a budget of 1 crore to build uh, 10 drones or a new series of drone and your quotation only is coming for 1.5 crores for 100 motors okay it makes no sense to make 100 motors it is better that you buy those motors off the shelf to mm-hmm. uh, the proof of concept first of all okay and now once your proof of concept is done now you are close to selling it or uh, you are uh, close to uh, get funds over it now you can uh, you can place the order for your own custom built motors or uh, you can get your motors manufactured at your place the thing is here it the place uh, where major companies are not doing it even though they have those surplus amount of funds they are not doing the research to create those motors in house okay so it is a lack or say a, a small gap between the execution okay that we are not uh, having the very basic things uh, done because once you get uh, to the point where the business is automated uh you you just want to scale it you don't want to redefine your product so it's uh, uh, we are almost towards the end of the episode so yeah uh how has your journey been or what was your journey like uh, as a contestant in the season 2 of shark tank 
okay so it was really fun first of all i mm. i loved that show i loved that theme uh mm. and it was a head start i would say to the to this funding and uh, you know this entrepreneurial <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. bangalore based journey okay mm-hmm. because before that we were into ki like we will make a machine we will sell it we will make mm-hmm. more machines we will sell it again but yeah. uh, got selected see i i just enrolled in shark tank for fun we were three friends at mm-hmm. my place okay, mm-hmm. who are right now my founders my brother mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. my my friend and uh, mm-hmm. we we just enrolled okay yeah. then we brought a call for our first round clearance we made the pitch video we uploaded it uh we got the call for our second round then uh, we got the call for the personal interview round okay mm. all this happened so quickly that uh, you know to digest that process it was <laughs> it was too much okay mm. and uh, uh, we got to see entrepreneurs throughout the nation mm. okay there that people are coming with uh, with so much uh, you know vivid uh, diversity in their domain okay we mm. were the only person at my venue with drones mm. okay uh yeah, i i didn't uh, got a chance to get into the uh, recordings okay i mm-hmm. i was only till the pi the personal interview round okay uh and uh, i knew that my ask is not going to be fulfilled okay there because uh, we were looking for a seed funding okay mm-hmm. seed funding is kind of very difficult to get from a public platform right now yeah. okay india kickstarter is not a you know trend till now okay uh and uh, investors who actually invest in seed funds will take a big cut in the equity which makes really no sense when you are running a drone company when you have mm. so much i uh, tech part only it is better mm. that you the government only get the smaller schemes ready and uh, scale it slowly right okay we have stood it later we stepped out of it but uh, if uh, i was doing something else like if uh, if i was doing a food business or if i was doing a clothing business uh, shark tank it was the best place i would say uh to endorse my product to advertise my product first of all the prime mm-hmm. time which you get there that that will only give you you know 500 times returns of whatever you have invested mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. uh you have seen businesses scaling out of shark tank just in one night okay mm-hmm. it is all real. it is all real and uh, i would love to uh, uh, you know like uh, re-enroll in the season 3 as well mm-hmm. okay but uh, uh, i know like coming from the drone business or say the drone manufacturing business okay where our customer size is b2b okay uh, that was not the right place i would say okay uh, and uh, yeah uh, we will scale even without that but uh, yeah it was a really good journey and it actually justified it showed me a reflection of what i have done till now okay i am building drones since standard 6 the my hobby converted to my passion my passion now i have converted to a business okay mm-hmm. so this thing this uh, when i was recording the pitch uh it was a 5 minute uh, uh, sorry a 3 minute long video which mm-hmm. we have to do uh, which we have to submit there i have to recall every single thing which we which i built there okay the 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 you know the mindset with which i built the most of the my machines like the mechanical mirror uh mm-hmm. india's first and only mechanical mirror which i built everything was yeah, just yeah. for fun mm-hmm. okay but now when every all these dots get connected and you get a you know predefined uh, uh runway okay Uh, to now climb uh, what you have never even dreamed of okay shark mm. uh, tank just made my goals very clear okay that mm. now there's coming back it is only this okay because uh, by qualification i am a computer science engineer okay mm. uh, but what i am doing requires only 5% of computer science okay yes. rest is all what i have learned in all these years 12 years of hard work and uh, yeah shark tank actually justified every single bit of it um so like uh... 
in which episode were you, or was your episode even displayed on the tv i said we were only till uh, the pi the personal interview round okay round okay. 3 Okay okay uh, there was uh, in this they will ask you what is your demand what is your stake you pitch in person they record mm-hmm. your uh, pre pre screening okay yeah. and after that in december they recorded uh, this uh, 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 the on screen events which you which you are right now watching mm-hmm. okay so in that mm-hmm. we were not okay mm-hmm. even in the pi that our uh, our requirement is not going to be fulfilled here mm-hmm. okay So yeah, for the experience sake, it was really good. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So we have finally come to the end of the episode. Uh. So like, would you like to give a message, or do you have anything to say to the audience? Uh. <laughs> yeah. So basically, come out of the you know, come out of this crowd working situation. Okay. When you are studying for something which you only don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. when or where it will help you out. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, even I prepared a lot for my engineering days and all, but uh, I ended up doing something which I really wanted, which is also engineering but core engineering. Okay, yeah. uh, I did every single drone from my own hands and uh, it is going really great. I wish to scale. Okay, I wish to uh, like in uh, like tomorrow I want to be in a position that I can also invest in budding ideas. Okay. so mm-hmm. be the person with that one idea uh, and uh, uh, just come out of this you know this crowd uh, i'm not talking i'm not saying that everybody of uh, of you are needed to be a entrepreneur or a or a startup founder uh, okay not all startups are supposed to you know rocket up but uh, uh, everything is worth trying mm-hmm. okay if you if you just try it once you, your goals will be clear now and there is no better tomorrow it is all what you have today Okay, if you have an idea executed today, there is no not gonna be a tomorrow for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great. Uh, so basically, get out of the rat race and uh, yeah. basically try doing things that you love, and uh, you will not regret it at in the end of your life. Exactly. Great. Uh, great message. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode. I think it's the twelfth, twelfth uh, maybe thirteenth. I don't remember the another episode of uh, the Wimble Podcast. <laughs> uh with prashant kumar he is the founder at earthx and uh, yep thank you for co- uh, coming to the episode prashant uh, thank you for listening uh, everyone thank you divyansh thanks yep, a lot thank for calling thank you thanks a lot bye